This is the Ordained Educator Podcast, and I'm your host, Bridget Jackson. For almost three decades, I have lived and loved doing one of the greatest passions on earth, educating. I'm an ordained educator. If you're listening to this podcast, you were destined to do what you're doing too. You were ordained to impact others. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, Ordained Educators, for another episode. We are so very excited to be with you again. And our topic for today is recovering quickly from difficult conditions. I feel so much love right now for all of my educational partners out there. I've been checking in on educators and I'm hearing some disheartening, but at the same time, I'm hearing some marvelous things. Now is the time to stay together. Together we can achieve more. So hear me, listen, this is a safe place for you. You truly need a time and a place to go to get built up. If you always give and never receive, you become weak in adversity. There has to be a time for self-care or personal indulgent behaviors, if you will. This podcast is a place to escape. My goal is your success personally and professionally. I don't want you just to strive, but I want you to prosper in every area during this time of uncertainty. So let's stop for a moment. Let's just be real. Let me ask you, how are you doing right now? Are you okay? Please know that you're not in this alone. And especially know that your thoughts are not even your own thoughts. They're shared thoughts. There are others. You probably don't know them, but there are others that are out there thinking just like you. We're educators and we are not on an island. You do have an army of people with you. And we are hashtag ordained educators. We're in this for each other. You may be struggling with how to deal with the social and emotional battle of what is going on while dealing with the natural demands that are being placed on you for your occupation. Things are changing rapidly and plans are being revamped. It's all okay. Remember this, you have a 100% probability for success for getting through difficult situations. You've done it before. That's how I know you can do it. Maybe not a situation like this and not this type of adversity. But when you have gone through times of adversity, you have come out on the other side. Maybe not how you want it to, but the bright side is you made it. You made it because you were resilient. Being resilient means that a person is able to withstand or recover quickly from difficult conditions. Some words that mean the same or phrases that come to mind when we talk about resiliency are tough, strong, hardy, quick to recover, quick to bounce back, or difficult to keep down. Now, I like that one. I also like the definition as it relates to objects being resilient. And that definition is able to recoil or spring back into shape after bending, stretching, or being compressed. We are not inanimate objects. I know that. But I know we can recoil back into shape after being stretched. That is us. That is ordained educators. On this episode, I'm going to share four key strategies with you on how to recover quickly from difficult conditions. They're not exhaustive, 
but I like to share things in kiss tips. Yes, kiss. K-I-S-S. Kiss stands for keep it stupid simple. This is an acronym that was developed back in the 60s by the Navy. I love to use it. Simple is easy for people. So let's kiss. Strategy number one, be resilient, but flexible. Be strong, but also be adaptable. Be willing to change or pivot. You're seeing that it's necessary to do that right now. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. The reason I bring this up is because you may know this simple mantra, but that doesn't mean your mind or body wants to heed to it. It's inherent sometimes for you not to want to change. Note also that we are so uniquely made that we're designed to self-protect. In crisis incidences, we typically do one of the three F's. We either fight, we flee, or have flight, or we freeze. So flight, fight, or freeze. So be cognizant that this is a demand from yourself that your own natural instincts create. So make the change when needed, be flexible, but also be in congruency with yourself. So that leads us to strategy number two, live in harmony with your thoughts. You have to have harmony in your life. Now I said harmony and not balance. A lot of people use the word balance, but I believe there's a difference. Balance is when you try to keep things equivalent, but there is no equality in life. Some days, situations take more energy, effort, and or your time. Thus, you can't have approximate balance. However, harmony is when you have things going on simultaneously and you have to handle them fluidly, but based on concord or agreement. In harmony, one aspect of life is not valued over others or attempted to be equalized. Each entity is appreciated for its importance to your life. You see, there's a clear difference. Harmony is like listening to groups sing and each voice is simultaneously bringing their part. It's like the marching band with every instrument intensely playing together. And you can hear all of the instruments, but at the same time, they make a melodious, harmonious song. So we want harmony in our lives. Harmonious people live more successful in every aspect. Let's talk about how we can achieve that. First of all, you must understand that you are needed and valued as an educator. Your contributions to the quality of life right now are necessary. It does not matter about the changes that have happened. You are essential. Now you may be feeling different because of the new shift, but you are prepared for this. I promise you, you can do it. What seals the deal is how you look at it. Your insight is very important. Live in harmony with your thoughts and actions. A lot of times we have the tendency for guilt to get to us. Don't let it. Just learn how to play the melodious tune with your incredible core values. Let your North Compass harmoniously stroll you through this uncharted territory. Strategy number three, have a clear end in mind. Have an apparent finish in mind because planning is key. Know your outcome. I once had a mentor that had a horrible, horrific school incident on her elementary campus. She was able to strategically maneuver through the crisis and believe me, it was major. Nothing had ever happened 
like this on a school ground in the United States. It was so epic and unique at the time that people from international countries were calling into the district to offer condolences, support, and help. However, she was able to get through it because she had a clear, concise plan that she executed with fidelity. The moral is storms are going to come, but just be prepared for them and also see the lesson in them. Storms appear in all four seasons. They come in life, but you're equipped to tackle them. Life will not always be happy, but you will have seasons of greatness and then you will have seasons of difficulty. In each season, winter, spring, summer and fall, we get various environments. Nature was designed for resiliency. We don't like it when natural storms come, but there's a purpose for them. Have you ever noticed when a hurricane or tornado hits that in the aftermath, even though there is destruction, there is freshness? Think about that severe rainstorm. When it came and went, all of a sudden you look and see that beautiful rainbow. You smell the air and it smells fresher than before. I mean, really, it does. Why? Because that storm brought in new water, fresher water that saturated and sometimes overtook the polluted area. There is a refreshing atmosphere. The long and short of it is we are in a new atmosphere. Let's be aware that in these storms of life right now, we will recover. In the meantime, we are still standing strong and forging ahead with our game plan or mission, if you will, and our expected end in mind. Strategy number four, give yourself permission to feel. Give yourself clearance to feel and care for yourself emotionally. Become more fervently astute and increase your emotive perspective. Accept your feelings for what they are. Honor them. It's okay. As educators, we are known to wear capes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you just laugh right there because you probably put one on this week. Yes, we are infinite for being strong and we can move mountains. But first and foremost, you have to move your own mountain. If you are feeling different than normal, Go to a safe place or network and talk. It's okay not to be okay. I promise you it's okay. Right now, many of us are grieving. Now, whether it's vicarious grief or our own grief, we are hurting in one way or another. Because as educators, we have a heart and an affinity for people. But this time is unprecedented. Literally, in a matter of a few days, Many of us had to pack up and pivot to a new lifestyle and set of demands. So now what? Well, now is the time more than ever that growth mindset needs to kick in. It needs to kick into action fast. What I mean by that is take a hold of your thoughts. They will become your destiny. We control our inner man. So it's time to right now. There will be times of frustration or self-doubt. And again, that too is okay. Be real with yourself. Let yourself have those moments. But here's the icing on the cake. Don't let yourself stay there long. Be human. 
100% be you. And most of all, be vision oriented and stay true to yourself. You became an educator for a specific reason. It's still there and you will navigate with precision when you stay laser focused on your end game. So let's recap. Strategy number one, be resilient, but also be flexible. Strategy number two, live in harmony with your thoughts and your actions for that fact. Strategy number three, have a clear end in mind. Strategy number four, give yourself permission to feel, to be human. I hope those four strategies have helped you today. And most of all, I hope more than anything, you prosper in this time of adversity. You can do it. I know you can. As I always say, coach me and I will learn. Challenge me and I will grow. Believe in me and I will win. I promise you got this. You're a winner. Thank you for listening today. Please subscribe to our podcast and we'd love your comments and feedback. Our information is listed in our show notes. This podcast episode was brought to you by Ubuntu Press. You can find out more at www.ubuntupress.org. Ubuntu means I am because we are.